Welcome to Radio KAL, the Superman podcast brought to you by supermanhomepage.com. This is show number 22, released on October 25th, 2006. I'm your host, Steve Eunice, and I'm joined by my co-host, Neil Bailey. Welcome, Neil. Hey, Steve. How's it going? Yeah, going pretty good, thanks. Uh, No throat problems this month, thank God. And you? I beat all the monkeys and back working on this house to support the writing, but I can see the light at the end of the tunnel in December, so I can't complain. I'm pleased to be here. Cool. Uh, Hard to believe the end of 2006 is almost upon us. Uh, Where did the year go? I think it was eaten by Brian Azzarello and the Anti-Monitor. Paulette (laughs) Kahn! Talking about the end of 2006, uh, the beginning of November sees comics with uh, January 2007 cover date hit the stands, uh, which means it's time for our sixth annual Shield Awards. Yeah, awesome. We have an incredible crop of titles and uh, stuff this year with Superman Returns. I I can't wait to see how the fans react myself. The year flew by pretty darn fast, and I, I honestly thought Sacrifice was going to be in this year's awards because I was so brain dead. But uh, my choice is skewed, and it'll be a surprise to me because of that. So let's say we pick one of the awards like uh, we're going to do in the Kryptonian Council soon and give it a bit of commentary. Yeah, well, before we do that, uh, for those who aren't familiar with the S.H.I.E.L.D. Awards, uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. is our acronym for Superman Homepage, Indicators of Excellence in Literature and Design. Uh, basically, it's our Academy Awards for the World of Superman, where you, the fans, get to vote. Uh, there are ten categories, ranging from something like, well, we've got Best Writer and Best Artist, and uh, Best Comic Cover, and Best Appearance in Merchandise Other Than the Comics. So, um, personally, I like the Best Cover category, because uh, there's always so many good uh, candidates to choose from. Yeah, that's, that's a good one to choose from because I'm always so stingy on them for me. <laughs> what do we have to choose from? Well, uh, Jim Lee features pretty prominently in the 2006 nominees for Best Cover uh, with many of his Superman titles and the Infinite Crisis covers up for the award. Yeah, Jim Lee has uh, some incredible work this year. I mean, I'm beyond, beyond blown away by, my, uh, by the uh, Infinite Crisis covers I've seen and my vote probably goes there. Uh, up, up and away had some really great stuff too, though. Yeah, I think Jeff Johns uh, looks like the favourite for Best Writer uh, on the regular Superman titles. Um, the Shield Awards voting will begin in early November for those who are interested in when it's going to start, and it will end uh, at the beginning of December, in which time we will announce the, the winner soon after. Yeah, it's, it's always fun to see how what I've been saying in my reviews matches up with the letters that I get in the Shield Awards. It really helps me to get a kind of consensus, and it's a, it's a really great litmus. Yeah, I can tell you that DC Comics passes along the news to the winners of each category, so uh, this is not some token gesture you know, from the Superman homepage. It's actually taken pretty seriously by all involved. Yeah, I mean, well, if I recall correctly, we uh, usually get some of the coolest letters of the year when the winners when when the winners find out that they're winners. I'm I'm hoping we can get a comment from Jeff this year, provided he wins. I'd be surprised if he doesn't, though, given how much it's of a shoe and he seems to be among the fans that I talk to. Yeah, well, the votes will tell come early December. Um, be sure and visit the Superman homepage website from November first to get your votes in. Yeah. Well, so. On a related subject, it's actually nice to have uh, more nominees, but uh, as we've mentioned, books appear to be a bit late lately on all fronts, in continuity, side continuity, and out of continuity, so there's less nominations. <laughs> What's your take on the continued late books, Steve? Yeah, I don't know about you, but I'm confused, and I think most fans are too. I mean, we lost Adventures of Superman, we lost Man of Steel and Man of Tomorrow before that, uh, but back when all those titles were around, we had more titles, but there was less of this lateness. Um, now we're down to Superman, Action Comics, and Superman Batman, but of those three books, only Action Comics seems to be coming out on time anymore. 
Yeah, that was my fear. Like, when I interviewed John, he pointed out how great it would be to have top-notch talents on all the books. And I agree, but then why not have top talent, emerging talent, and fan favorites on time? I don't know. So far, I, I vastly prefer the old, more flawed version, quote-unquote, though admittedly Up, Up, and Away is the first book that I'm going to be rereading in the Superman main continuity since Our World's at War and Greg Rucka. Yeah, look, I mean, look at this. October saw no Superman title come out. Then there's Action Comics Annual in November, but no actual regular Action Comics title. And Superman Batman is the worst of all. It's only had six issues in ten months. Not to mention All-Star Superman, which people really pasted me for in the comments for critiquing as not being timely, but here it is, again, late by a month. Mm. Um, honestly, I understand that genius takes time. I do. Um, being a writer, I know how slow things can be, but you are, are you really top talent if you can't produce regularly? Exactly. I mean, personally, I know a lot of fans are fed up with it by now. I've, I, I've put a question into Matt Idelson to see if he can answer the question and ask Matt, mm -hmm. and maybe we'll see a rationale beyond genius takes time emerging. I mean... Honestly, Steve, if I said it would take two extra weeks to give you my review, but it's going to be a great review, what would you do? Well, I'd probably look for a new a reviewer, probably. Um, well, seriously, though, I mean, good story or not, I mean, how can you enjoy it if you're waiting two months between chapters? I mean, can fans be expected to hold their interest when they have to wait so long? I mean, uh, anyway, aren't they working six months in advance of, ahead of publication? I mean, how do these delays continue to happen if they're supposed to be working ahead of the schedule? Oh, I see how it is. I was hoping you'd just have Barry do my reviews. Oh, come on. But anyway, all kidding aside, though, you know, I echo the same thing. And I mean, if I can put out some 80 pages of material on Superman a week in a timely manner for free, mm. I personally can't see how one can't produce essentially five and a half pages of good comics a week while getting paid, and getting paid well. Maybe I'm missing some essential part of the equation. Maybe, but uh, maybe it's just the creative people taking advantage of the lead time that I was speaking about. Or perhaps it's a flaw in some other part of it, like the printing process or deliveries and not coming out on time. I don't know what it might be, but I just wish DC would iron out the kinks wherever they're happening because I seriously think that it's affecting the reader's enjoyment of the comic books and then that leads into poor sales. Yeah, looking back, I think the only one I can forgive it for recently is Infinite Crisis. So much packed into every single page, massive coordination, that makes some sense. I can't really think of any other books that that makes sense for, though. Yeah, especially books outside continuity like All-Star Superman. What really sucks is that the books are so good. I mean, they really are. I, I, I just know that this is the only medium I can think of with a regular schedule where if you don't produce, you're, you're not fired or penalized. I mean, I suppose on TV they delay for quality like, say, Sopranos or whatever. But even so, they don't release shows like that until they're ready and done for the most part. And, and, mm. and then they release them in a nice big stream. Um, the only exception in, in DC right now is 52, which is a notable and great exception. Yeah, that's, it's amazing, actually. I mean, there you've got a weekly book, and they bring it out on a weekly basis, but a monthly book gets delayed. Yeah. Well, so anyway. talk, about, talk about waiting. Uh, how about the fact that it's now absolutely written in stone, guaranteed, that we're getting a Superman movie? Because you mm. know, there was no way at all that the movie would be made without reaching $200 million. Yeah. But now that we have reached it, even those singers, the devil, and Brandon Ruth, the anti... Uh, slap me anytime you want now, Steve. Australian slaps just stronger than American slaps. Curious. Yeah, well, don't make me slap you again. Seriously, back to Superman Returns. Many said it wouldn't happen, but Superman Returns did cross over the $200 million line for domestic box office takings uh, in late October, uh, bringing its worldwide total to around $400 million. Now, there were some 
um, international figures that haven't come in yet from certain areas. I don't know why that is, but they haven't been brought in yet. And while there hasn't been any official announcement about a sequel uh, being released, uh, well, there's no, been, no announcement being released to date, the fact that Alan Horn, uh, Legendary Pictures, and Brian Singer are all talking about a sequel added to this now $200 million news. Uh, it's all but in the cinemas already. Yeah, at any rate, what I was... At, uh, what I was getting at and poking fun at was the general pessimism against the new movie's sequel, and indicating that even the naysayers have to admit passing 200 million Superman Returns will get a sequel. Um, got any ideas about the new sequel, Steve? What, what, what's your uh, perfect balance? They were talking about the action and characterization balance, and there were a lot of debates on that. What do you think? What, uh, I, I mean, we already talked about the villain last month. Yeah, we did, and um, well, plus I'd like to see a touch more action to balance it out a bit, like you said. Um, I don't want total action, mind you. I mean, I still want to care about the characters and their lives. I don't want to just see Superman going toe-to-toe with some baddie for the sake of seeing a a long, prolonged fight. Uh, But I do think we need to see Superman be more powerful and more positive, both physically and mentally. I mean, I don't want to relate to him so much as I want to be inspired by him in this next movie. Yeah, much the same. I think I understand why the first movie went heavier on the character, but I'd like an equal balance on the sequel. Spider-Man 2 gets a good example, in uh, my opinion, for that, minus the whining, because it's Superman. Yeah, I mean, let's see Superman enjoying being Superman. Uh, I want to walk out of the cinema wishing I was Superman, not feeling sorry for him. Definitely. Although I will say that I am uh, looking forward to seeing the movie again when it's released on DVD. Uh, I think it's November 28th in America. I'm not sure in Australia when it comes out, but uh, I think it's in early December. I mean, for me, it has been a few months since I last saw it in the cinema, and I'm looking forward to all the extra material they're throwing on the second disc. Hell, I'm looking forward to all the discs in the Ultimate Collection tin set. Yeah, I'm going to disappear for a few days myself and put out a review, I have to admit. It's curious, I, I, I want to know how it transfers to TV. Superman is the last real movie that I've seen in theaters multiple times since the Star Wars movies. I think I saw Spidey twice. Yeah, I remember we were calling June 20th Superman Day for all those DVDs rela- released on that day. Well, uh, November 28th is definitely going to be equal to June 20th. Uh, we've not only got the two discs for Superman Returns, as we've spoken about, but we've also got uh, four discs for Superman the movie, two discs for Superman 2, uh, single discs for both Superman 3 and 4. Uh, there's the much-anticipated Donner cut of Superman 2. And don't forget all the bonus material on the other DVDs in that 14-disc Ultimate Collector's Edition DVD set. Uh, we've also, we can't forget Supergirl. Uh, then there's the Kirk Allen Superman serials, which are also being released on that day. Uh, a lot to, f- lot to look forward to. And um, I think the week before those releases, there's the fourth and final season of Lois and Clark available on DVD and the last two seasons of The Adventures of Superman starring George Reeves. Yeah, and hey, don't forget to kick back 5% to the house, or we'll send Guido. If you want to support the Superman homepage, feel free to buy it from our store. I mean, and if not, hey, cool, I'm just saying, bandwidth ain't cheap. Yeah, it helps support the site when you uh, click on the links links that we show on the website to purchase the DVDs or any other merchandise for that matter, and it costs you nothing extra. And at the same time, you help us to continue bringing you all the latest and greatest on the Man of Steel. Uh, speaking of the latest and greatest, talk to us about the Superman Returns video game community day that you attended. Uh, the game looks awesome. Uh, tell us about it. Uh, uh, now, that, that was actually pretty fun. I got to play the game, which was awesome, and I highly recommend that anyone buy it, especially given that with my disposition, going for a free stay and to visit EA, <laughs> I was ready to pound that game. 
to paste in order to offset the potentiality of being called a shill. I mean, that's one of my big worries is selling out, you know, being a punk rock kid. So I was, uh, I was really, really humbled by the game. The game is a system seller. It's the best Superman game ever, honestly. I'm, I'm not saying that just because they gave me a trip. I mean, however, they, they, I, I still managed to screw things up a bit. Those of you who have been following my work might have known that I completely lost an Al Goff interview once and a Carl Kershaw interview due to faulty tapes, and my luck strikes again. Those videos that I put up there, it turns out they were there was a communication mistake, and I published them without it being okay through a misunderstanding. So apologies to EA for that. Hopefully I won't be killed. But nonetheless, as anyone who saw them can attest, awesome work and a heck of a trip for that matter. It's strange to go from covered in dust and wearing some rags here to swanky food and a nice place to stay. Profound experience and good people all around. Cool. Sounds like you had a really good time and uh, that game won't disappoint for sure. But uh, talking of potential disappointments, uh, your quick impressions of Season 6 of Smallville so far? Quick? (laughs) Well, I don't know. Honestly, I'm not as pessimistic as the reviews of the comments on said reviews might lead one to expect. The premiere was excellent and there's a lot of potential with Green Arrow. My theory is that they're getting the chaff skimmed off right now so that they can get going with justice and push towards a series finale. Um, I know the money in the network's darling pushes that they uh, might have more one, one more season, but uh, my gut just says that this is it. I mean, maybe I'm nuts. They're tying loose, up loose ends anyway with Lois and the Justice League stuff. I don't know. I, I'm, I know I'm critical of each individual moment of the show, but people really don't realize how much I love this show. Otherwise, why write so much about it? I mean... I look at my reviews as kind of a technical commentary, so to those who say, love it or don't watch it, have a big fat bite me, because I do love it. I mean, (laughs) it's Superman. A critique is a series of statements examining the success and failures of a given piece of media, not a pat on the back. The obvious response to that, well, Neil, if you can't take being criticized, then stop criticizing, bugs me too. I mean, Smallville and its creators get millions of dollars to create something we essentially pay for by watching ads. I make my reviews to share my experience and hopefully help you enjoy yours. I do it for free and without ads, and there's no requirement to watch it or miss out on a portion of the mythos. So in closing to the monologue here briefly, um, yeah, I think the show is great, and I still love it, and I have high hopes for this season. That was brief. Um, <laughs> and I read recently that uh, Kurt, I don't know how you pronounce his surname, is it Buzik? Buz- how do you pronounce it? Uh, I think it's Buzik. Yeah, well, yeah, he's got an idea for bringing Chloe Sullivan into the Superman comic books finally. Uh, sounds interesting. What's your take on it? Yeah, actually, I have some thoughts on that. What's, what's your take? Good idea or bad idea? Okay, well, I'll go first. Good idea, I think. Uh, she's a great character who could work really well in the comics. Uh, I don't know how Kurt plans to bring her in as an adult character or whether he'll be bringing in any of her history from the TV show or not. But I think it's an interesting idea to to bring her into the comics. Yeah, see, oddly enough, this is a rare exception for me. That's why I let you go first. I I love Chloe as much or more than Lex or Clark on that show. She's probably one of the bright lights on it, but I think that she should be left out of the comics outside of Flashback. One big thing I have about the Superman mythos, something that I think it needs, is, is a net catharsis. No, not a reason for Superman to whine, but something that drives Superman beyond the desire to do good. Um, a turning point that drove him to Metropolis beyond, oh, it's a big city. I think the death of a very close loved one can do that, and I don't think that it should be Pac Kent. I think that uh, Chloe would be a great and tragic reason to make Smallville hard to go back to and make Clark realize that there's a bigger picture out there. 
There's also another reason that um, in the comics there's already a great underutilized supporting cast in Superman that uh, to dilute it more would hurt, I mean, by adding more characters. I mean, when's the last time we've had a good Ron Trout, uh, Ron Trout, Ron Troop mention? <laughs> and basically we have three new major, major supporting characters in Lupe, uh, Jimmy's new girlfriend Jerry, and Schumann, among others. I mean, though I love the idea, like Busiek said, of bringing in characters popular in other mediums, um, I just want to make sure that it has a real context. Yeah, I understand where you're going with that. Uh, personally, I like the fact that Superman does the right thing simply because it's the right thing to do. Although it could be argued with Chloe that in the TV show anyway, as much as uh, she's as much as a Metropolis character as she's a Smallville character, so Clark could well have come to Metropolis because she was already there rather than her death being a reason why he moved away from Smallville. It's true. Another one of the problems with having... Uh Chloe, you know, moved to Metropolis and not moving the story on a bit in the show, but mm. I don't know. I'm going to take the Superman Returns line. I'm going to wait to see how it's handled. With with Rucka, I'd have faith. Less so with Busiek right now. But Busiek's coming up with uh, some good stories that look awesome, so I'll give it a shot. It might not even happen. Yeah, true. It might not happen, but uh, let's wait and see how that one pans out. Um, well, that pretty much wraps, wraps up our chat. Uh, time now for you, the fans, to get involved and have your say on Radio KAL. We're introducing a new segment to the show called The Big Question. Let's start with The Big Question. Basically, Neil and I put forth an interesting topic, a question to stir the pot, and we want you to have your say on it. And if you don't answer the question correctly, there will be homework. No, it's not that type of question, Neil. It's a question we want your opinion on, and we both know that there are no right or wrong opinions. But here's how it works. There are two ways to get involved. You can either email us your answer and we'll read it out in the next show or record it as an MP3 file in your own voice and submit it. Uh, Check out the Radio KAL webpage at supermanhomepage.com for instructions on either method uh, just to to see how you can submit those those answers. Uh, Neil, what's our big first, what's our first big question we want fans' response on? Well, this one's kind of a no-brainer for the first question and one that people have been debating for years, if not decades. Drumroll! Lois and Clark having a baby. Good idea or bad idea? Some pros, it's new story directions and some cons. It's been argued that having a baby or revealing an identity is the logical end of a storyline. What do you think? Now, we can't promise that uh, everybody's entry will be read out or played in the next edition of Radio KAL, but we'll attempt to include as many as we can. Um, So let us know what you think about the idea of Lois and Clark having a child together, uh, should they? Uh, is it even possible for a Kryptonian and an Earth woman to procreate? Let us know your thoughts. Now, on to this month's Last Son of Krypton audio drama teaser trailer. But before I play it, we've got some news on that front as well. Pendant Productions, who produced the show, have branched out into a number of different audio dramas, as you probably already, already know. Uh, there's Batman, Wonder Woman, James Bond and others. Uh, rather than tie up the Superman Last Son of Krypton audio drama with Radio KAL, we're now giving it its own RSS feed. So you'll be able to subscribe to Last Son of Krypton only, or Radio KAL only, or hopefully subscribe to both separately. As of issue 23, our November show next month, Radio KAL and the Last Son of Krypton audio drama will be separated into separate subscriptions. So be sure and visit Radio KAL, uh, the webpage at uh, the homepage, to subscribe to the Last Son of Krypton audio drama, or look forward in iTunes. Metropolis is under attack. No, that's a shelter! was a shelter. (laughs) Everyone's got the same thing on their mind. 
Look, we can get to Lex. There you are, Lexi, baby. The cameras are on. Time to die. And Superman finally gets his hands on Lex. Don't do something you'll regret, boy. Enough! It's total chaos in the streets of Metropolis as Pendant Productions presents issue 22 of Superman, The Last Son of Krypton. Flying in on October 25th, 2006. Only at supermanhomepage.com. Only one thing alive with less than four legs can hear this frequency, Superman, and that's you. Last month we had a few people, uh, a few more people correctly guess that the super secret soundbite came from the season 5 Smallville episode titled Lexmas. Uh, 21 people to be exact. And they were Kevin James, the Ardale Cowboy, Neo, Steve Holmes, Nelda Mormon, Cade Hand, Jamie Maxwell, Will Rogers, Chris Petrie, Stephen G, Matt Ollie, Christopher Bird, Matt Ryan, Anthony, Azor, Noah Colton, Robert Lasowski, Melinda O'Brien, John Johnson, Dan Sostrom, and Sean Hemmings. <laughs> well, actually, Steve, you forgot Poland. Congratulations, guys. Good job. Very nicely done. So, see if you can work out which episode this sound comes from. Hey, is that a flashbang grenade? If you think you know which Smallville episode that sound comes from, use the entry form found at the Radio KAL webpage and send your entry in. As always, I will read out the names of all the people who guess it right in the next Radio KAL show. Superman Song Time. Cool. Yeah, here you have another non-studio awesome Superman track for us this month. That's right. Uh, another fan has submitted a song he recorded with his band. And no, Neil, we didn't forget Poland because this band actually comes from Poland. <laughs> Holy cow, I didn't actually plan that, so... Vote 5! <laughs> the name of the song is Superhero, and the name of the band is Naman Group. Uh, say, wasn't Naman or N- Naaman the name that the Indians gave Kalel in the Kawachi Caves in Smallville? Yeah, it's a pretty good reference. Yeah, cool, well, here's the song, Superhero by Naman Group. <laughs> Stay with me tonight 
pretty awesome. Best of luck with the album, guys. And that's Radio KAL for another month. Hope you've enjoyed listening to it as much as we've enjoyed bringing it to you. Thanks, Neil. Thanks, Steve, and you stay classy, $200 million and haters. You've been listening to Radio KAL, brought to you by supermanhomepage.com. Thank <laughs> you.